What's good, Wizards fans? Nothing good again. It's your host, the real, Al- real Ed Oliver, with my guy Brandon Scott. The Wizards blown out 114 to 91. Let's talk about it. You are locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's PrizePicks.com. Promo code Locked On. So the Washington Wizards lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers, 114 to 114 to 91 at home, uh, losing by 23 points. They are now on a three-game losing streak. They were on a six-game winning streak. Now they're on a three-game losing streak. That's been the tail of the tape for the Wizards. There was one point where we were what on a three-game losing streak, a three-game winning streak, or a five-game winning streak. Then we went on a ten-game losing streak. So that's just been the pattern for the Wizards so far this season. Of course, Bradley Bill out with a foot injury, and then Kyle Kuzma out with with the, with the ankle injury. Um, what was your main takeaways from the game tonight? What was the biggest reasons you saw why the Wizards lost tonight? Uh, to me, it was three main reasons. One, defense. We didn't have none. They had all of it. <laughs> pretty much it i mean they they came in they're a really good defensive team and we have our defensive liabilities in the show tonight uh three-point shooting shot 21 percent you know i believe in the first quarter only shot one three or only made one three-pointer um and the paint rebounding slash paint control they got 58 points in the paint and they out rebounded us 43 to 37 so they control the paint jared allen again that those mobley those twin towers man they they did whatever they want in the paint they, they ruled the paint tonight um, Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. That's a really good backcourt, you know, combined 44 points. So they did whatever they want. You know, they on the perimeter, they were they were lighted up. So I mean, we just defensively we were just terrible tonight. Uh, no heart, no compassion, no effort. Uh, I believe you know, there's a few people that did try KP, he did what he could. Gafford, you saw the effort, but you know, Morris did what he could, 10.7 assists. Kisper struggled, two points, one for seven from the field. Denny was meh, you know, 12 points, three for 10. You know, he was, you know, he was all right. <laughs> uh, DeLon, donut hole, you know, he's been struggling. Um, none, eight points, Gill, six. So, again, the bench was terrible. The bench didn't provide much of a, a spark. And, you know, with you know, with uh, Kuz and Bill being out, you know, you know, you, we already struggled with the bench. So, you, you know, it was expected, man. You know, Cleveland's just a better team in the show, man. They're, just, they're a really good team. You know, they have a really good squad. And, and uh, I believe one of the comments was on point tonight, man. Uh, somebody said there was there's an obvious talent gap. They're just a really good team. And it's just, it just shows how much of a gap between us and that top tier in the Eastern Conference, man. Because, look, it shows Cleveland, your Milwaukee's, man. I mean, these these are good teams that it's just obvious we're not up there yet. And it's just it's, it's going to be the, the general question is, can we or will we ever be up there? But yeah, the night was just an ugly game, man. It was expected. I, I didn't expect us to win. You know, I knew Cleveland would come in here and blow blow the doors off because defense again we're inconsistent. It was terrible, <laughs> terrible. I mean, we couldn't defend the paint, the perimeter, the transition. I mean, I'm sure the Cavaliers stole somebody's keys, man. I mean, it's just <laughs> terrible, man. So yeah, that would be my takeaways, man. Defense and three point shooting and reluctance in the paint, man. We lost the paint tonight. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got dominated dominate every 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 facet of the game tonight. Um, the the Cavaliers shot forty one percent from the three point line, fifty six percent from the field. Um, they shot twenty free throws. They just dominated. They out rebounded the Wizards. Their largest lead was twenty eight. It got really ugly at one point. Ended up winning by twenty three. Fifty eight points in the paint, like you said. Um, they just dominated every way. I mean, they had what a couple guys in double figures. Their whole starting five was in double figures. Uh, for the for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Donovan Mitchell looked very comfortable coming down the court and just shooting pull up threes. Uh, he hit three threes tonight. Garland hit five threes tonight. Okoro hit two threes. I know Okoro is not known as a three point shooter, but he looked like a good shooter tonight as well. So um, just no no resistance de- defensively in the bigs. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley they dominated. They got whatever they wanted in the paint as well. Um, and, and yeah, the talent gap is there for sure. It really is. And we had some orf- unforced errors, some unforced t- turnovers. I know Denny had the ball one time at the free throw line. He was kind of holding the ball like it was a pizza. And um, he got mad because nobody was cutting. But, you know, you just had to be stronger with the basketball. So that was one of the plays I saw. Kendrick Nunn had a bad turnover. DeLon Wright over the past couple games, he's been underwhelming. He's really struggled to score, um, having zero points. And we just need more from our point guards. Um, you know, Monte Morris, 10 points, but he just can't really penetrate and get, get to the paint at all. Um, and Jordan Goodwin, um, you know, he gave effort tonight, one point, but 0 for 3 from the field. And uh, Kendrick Nunn is another combo guard that we have, too, eight points. So uh, Will Barton, you know, if we're showcasing him, I think he did a good job of that a little bit, um, even though he struggled um, at some points kind of with turnovers. Let me see how many turnovers he had. Uh, I saw I saw one turnover. Yeah, he only had one turnover, so I'm not even going to say that too much on him. Um, but I, he, you know, we just didn't have any guys that can really create shots for themselves or just get easy baskets. And of course, Kuz is a guy that can create a shot for himself. Uh, of course, Porzingis got shots for himself. But even those those were tough. I mean, there's a reason why the Cleveland Cavaliers are number one in the defense. They're the number one defensive rated team in the league, and they clearly show that. You just saw how quick guys are. They just look more athletic than us. They look quicker than us. They just look way more talented than us. You got Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Donovan Mitchell. He can move his feet. Garland is out there running around. Curro's out there running around. They're just running from side to side, making shots tougher for the Wizards. Corey Kispert struggled tonight, too, with two points, 0 for 5 on a three-point line. And uh, they're just a suffocating defense. They're a legitimate playoff team. They they show the Wizards the standard of what a legitimate playoff team looks like uh, right now. And uh, the Wizards, they look a little they look a little far away from that. Even with Bill and Kuz, they, they – they look like they would be overmatched um, against the Cavaliers. I, I think, of course, it would be a closer game, of course, if the solid three was healthy. I think it would be within five points. Um, but it would be questionable if the Wizards would have won this game still with uh, a full squad, to be honest with you. So um, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed with the loss because this was expected, to be honest, especially the way that they played these last two games. I mean, I, I don't have any expectations after they just squandered away and just choked away two games back-to-back like, the, like they did. Um, so, I mean, the, the Cavaliers did what they were supposed to do. They came in and they took care of business from start to finish and they won. So the Wizards got a bounce back. They got the Hornets, you know, we'll talk, we'll talk about the Hornets tomorrow, but that's, that's an opportunity for the Wizards to get back on the right foot. Can guys, can Brad come back on Wednesday night? Can Kuz come back on Wednesday night? Either or just one of them, they still should honestly, um, I, I feel like they should beat the Hornets, but I can't even say that confidently because of the way they, they lost to the Nets and then, and, and the, uh, Blazers. But um, lastly, about the game, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's simply cut. I mean, it's, it's no need to really go deep uh, thought into this one. Uh, just really from start to finish, the Cavaliers, just they were they were the better team. Yeah, it was a blowout. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> I mean, it was just clear cut from the beginning, man. Mm-hmm. They just they ruled the game from tip. And, you know, you could say the injuries, you know, to Bill and um, 
and Kuz had a factor. And I, yeah, they did. I, you know, I'm with you, man. It would have been a closer game. But, you know, just the fact that we're asking that question or making, you know, even using that as a measuring stick that we don't even know if this is a for sure win with them in the lineup. What's that tell mm-hmm. you? You right. know, so I just, I just, it's the name of the game for this season and really the last couple, man, is just inconsistency. No consistency, man. You go on a winning streak and then you get, you're getting blown out and you're blown a lead. I mean, it's just, you don't know what to expect. It's, it's really hard to really predict where this team can go because you, you really don't know what you're going to get night to night. You know what I'm saying? Because there's games where we were predicting to lose and they'll, they'll, they'll blow an opponent out. And then there's mm-hmm. games where, you know, on paper, we should overwhelmingly destroy this team. And we're, you know, we're losing to them. So it's just, you don't know what this team is. Is it Jekyll and Hyde? And, you know, we know, we know they're going to be buyers. You know, they're not going to be sellers. We know they're not going to, you know, it's just, it is what it is, man. We know that management has a set in stone what they want to do. But, hey, man, at least Raul Neto got a tribute. Yeah, he got a tribute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, the standards to get a video must not be very high, man. I'm just saying, you know, they might have a bronze statue of Bradley Bill, man. I'm just saying, you know. But it's just – it was ugly, man. It's just – it's predictable because Cleveland, they, it shows. That is a team in contention, man. Mm-hmm. They are a nice team, man. And really, the Knicks, man, how did you mess that up? I mean, Donovan Mitchell, man, he should be in the MVP can, uh, in a candidate, man. Easy. Because what he's done with his team, he was that piece that Cleveland needed. And if Washington was serious about really getting this franchise right, look at Cleveland. They're a small market team who rebuilt the right way. And now look at them, man. Mm-hmm. They developed. They picked up the key pieces. And look at it. If they can do it, we can do it. But we know we already know what's going to happen. We're not going to rebuild. So, you know, and long story cut short, man, before we move on, it's just, yeah, it was predictable. But, you know, look at the issues. These are the issues we have with Coos, with Brad in the lineup. Defense continues to be an issue. Three-point shooting is very inconsistent. Paint, very inconsistent. So, you know, at this point in the season, man, we are where we are. These are issues that we've had since the beginning, the issues that we have now, and there's the issues that aren't going to go away because we are who we are, man. So, yeah, it was predictable, but the same demons come to haunt us again, and we are where we are, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have some more comments about the Cleveland rebuild, too. I mean, you hit the nail on the head with that. Um, also, the article from The Athletic that came out today about the Wizards saying that uh, Monte Morris, that the Clippers possibly are looking at Monte Morris. We can talk about that um, next, and then we'll get into comments. But before – we do get into that. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then, man, I've got just the thing for you. you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. And they come in unbelievably flavor, unbelievably flavor, flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a far, four box, four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, Run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Today's episode is also brought to you by the NBA trade deadline. It is approaching, and Locked On has you covered. Thursday, February 9th, tune into Locked On NBA on YouTube at 2 o'clock Eastern to hear reaction from the trades that will charge 
the rest of the NBA season. Who becomes contenders and who is tanking for a better future? Subscribe to Locked on NBA on YouTube and don't miss a deal. All right, so just to piggyback off of what you said about Cleveland, I mean, you know, LeBron left. They got he got his ring in Cleveland. He left. Kyrie left, and then they, they had a, they had no choice but to hit the reset button. And they drafted Darius Garland. They drafted um, Evan Mobley with with the top five pick. They drafted Isaac Okoro. Some people think he's not good. Some people don't. There's kind of you know mixed reviews on him, but I think he's a solid defender. And you you saw what he did last night. He can be a solid three and D guy. Um, so they they and then they made a trade for Jared Allen. And they pushed all their chips in, and they traded for Donovan Mitchell. They got Kevin Love as, as a veteran off the bench, too. So they've done a good job. They, they had to go through some growing pains, too. They had to trade away Colin Sexton. So they had to make some big moves um, to, to get this t- to make their team better. So um, they are basically a blueprint on what the Wizards should do. And you look at where they are now, and they look, they're a legitimate playoff team. They made the playoffs last year. They got a budding star, Evan Mobley. So they, basically, you have to draft better than what the Wizards have, have done. And you just have to realize when it's time to to reset. And, of course, the Wizards aren't going to do that. I think we do have talent. I think they can make the plan. Oh, side note, Cam Thomas had 47 points from the Nets. 47 points against the Clippers tonight. Um, the Wizards created a monster. We created a monster in Cam Thomas, and now <laughs> he, he's gone off for 47. They just lost to the Clippers, though. At least, they, at least the Clippers won against the Nets. Side note there, but... I mean, man, that's all I got to say about that. It's just frustrating. And then another note from The Athletic, um, Josh Robbins, he said in his article, um, there is a paywall to get through it. So I'm not going to say too much was in the article just in respect to The Athletic or whatever. You know, whatever. Um, he said that uh, the Clippers did have a scout at the Wizards game, the Wizards versus, uh, I want to say the Blazers game. And he said that they possibly could be looking at Monte Morris and trying to trade for him. So, um, we'll see what happens there. The trade deadlines on Thursday. What are your thoughts about that? And and if you have anything to say about the Cavs rebuild too? I mean, I just, that's a hard move right now because Delon's struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan Good. You know, I, I would welcome a trade because you got to clear up this this guard rotation, man. You know, because you got none. You got Goodwin. You got Delon. You got Monte. But I mean, who do we get back? Because I, I know LA is trying to offload Kennard, man. That ain't that, that ain't happening. <laughs> Mm. I do not want Kennard, man. But so I'll be interested in what we want back because I know a lot of people want John Wall back, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see that. The Clippers are trying to buy him out. They're yeah, trying to get I mean, rid of him as much as they can. As yeah, as I mean, can. I would love to see John Wall, man. That's my dude, but I don't mm. see that happening, man. You know, just right, with yeah. the way his exit was and mm. a lot of the details came out, I don't see that happening. But um, I know that LA needs a point guard. I would welcome him, man. It just depends on what we get back. Mm-hmm. Can we get a first for Monte? I don't think so. Nah, um, no. Yeah. So, you know, I'd be very interested to see what we get back, but I would welcome him, man, because we definitely need to clear up the log jam at guard. So, mm. yeah, you probably get somebody like um, Terrence Mann, I would think. That's intriguing. Um, he's 6'5, 215 pounds. He's 26 years old. He just, he's averaging eight points a game. That's somebody you might be able to get him in a second round pick or. Um, that's the that's the only person I could see us getting. I know they like Reggie Jackson with the Clippers, Luke Kennard maybe just getting a shooter. But Luke Luke Kennard's making a good amount of money. I gotta look I gotta yeah. look at his contract too. So it's intriguing. I mean, and Will Barton if if we can get something back for him, um, like Mark Stein said, he said that you know, Will Barton if he's bought out he wants to go to the Celtics. So maybe we can get a second round pick from the Celtics or something like that. I don't I don't know. Uh, There's just these guys they just don't have much value at all. Um, <laughs> So we'll see. I'm I'm interested to see what Tommy does at the trade deadline. I don't I don't really expect any big moves at all. Um, but yeah, we can we can get your comments if you have anything else. If you don't have anything else to add, 
Nah, man. I mean, like I said, before we roll next, man, I don't want Kennard. I'm not one of these guys that think I don't, I don't like shooters, man. I like guys mm-hmm. who can, you know, defend. And he's, yeah. a, he's a shooter, man. And he, I, I don't, yeah, we got to double check what he's making, man. But he's making a good amount of money, man. Yeah, I know they, they gave him the bag a couple, you know, about a year or two ago, right? Mm. Yeah. Because it was him and it was like two or three guys. I think Marcus got paid. So they paid a lot of people, man. So, yeah, I don't want Kennard, man. Now, I would look at, uh, What's his name? Terrence. That's the guy I would look at, man. But yeah, I'm not looking at Kennard. Mm-hmm. I'm I'll yeah. He's making he's him. making 14 million per year. Oh good God, nah, I'm good. Monte's <laughs> making like nine, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. I am good with that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm good, man. Um, before we move on to comments, man, today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Now, how does it work? Well, you pick two to six players. And if they go score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. That includes the NBA, the NFL, Major Baseball, the NHL, PGA Golf, college football, men's and women's basketball, soccer, the WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Centuries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Is that easy, safe, and fast withdrawals? Currently operational over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit 50 PrizePix will give you 50 Don't forget to enter promo code locked on as sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. So we can slide on into comments. I know there's gonna be a bunch of them. So let's slide into all right. Trick Mars. Ooh, that's that's not full. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, if I'm Kuzma, I'm packing my pink sweater. I'm leaving DC in a hurry. I mean, look, he, he's got all the chips in, you know, he's got all the chips, man. So I'm, I think he's definitely going to test us. Um, he's definitely going to test, man. He's going to really reach out. You know, he's going to utilize free agency, man. But I don't know, man. I mean, even with 25 million, would you really want to come back? Because like we were talking about earlier, man, even at full strength, man, we're, we're sniffing at AC. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, um, I think he knows he's going to get paid here. Um, I mean, he's going to get paid anywhere. Um, also, the athletic article, they said that, he probably will be making whatever John Collins is making. That's kind of the blueprint, like 25 yeah. mil a year, 23 million a year. That makes sense. I think he's played better than John Collins this year. So I think he deserves, I think he earned that, that contract. Um, so th- if the Wizards offer it, nobody else offers that amount of money. I think he definitely will want to come back for sure. Um, of course, there's other factors, you know, he does like, you know, being in, in the spotlight and, and, you know, LA and, 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 you know, the, the eccentric fashion and you saw what he was wearing on the sidelines today and, and yesterday to the game, the black um, parachute or whatever it was. <laughs> so yeah, there's different factors oh, for man. sure. Um, the pink sweater, <laughs> the hat that I'm wearing, Kuzma designed it. So uh, shout out to Kuz for that. But uh, you know, we'll see time will tell. And and the thing is he has a big role here. You know, if he goes somewhere else, he, he, he probably won't get the shots that he's getting. Cause he, he, he has the green light here. He can do whatever he wants. You know, he can shoot you know, fadeaway threes and, and, a lot of contested shots, you know, he gets, he gets a green light here. So um, if he does leave, you know, will he get the same, will he get the same love that, you know, Tommy Shepard's given him and, and Wes Unsell Jr. is giving him, you know, will he get that same 
love with Phoenix when they already have Aiden and they already have Bridges and they already have Chris Paul. They already have Devin Booker. Because that's one of the teams that reportedly have interest in him. You know, if he goes there, then, you know, he's not going to get the shots that he's getting here in D.C. So that's something he's got to think about, too. But I know he he wants to win. He's won a championship, so he, he he wants to win, too. And if he goes to the Suns, of course, he'll be way closer to winning a uh, championship than he will in D.C. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the offseason. Yeah, I think um, because uh, if they keep him going into the offseason, then I think it's bird rights. They can offer more yeah. money. So I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to mm-hmm. use the bird rights and, and pay him more. And I, 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 don't know, I can see him staying here long term just because, like you said, he has a bigger role. You know, he and yeah, definitely he's better than John Collins, man, because he's more of a shot creator. You mm-hmm. know, John Collins is kind of a guy that you need to lob the ball to. You get you kind of, you know, you got to orchestrate it for him where you know Cruz can put the ball on the floor. So I definitely think he's he has a lot more value than John Collins. So yeah, let's see. Uh biggest Steve. We are in serious need of a point guard. Yeah, absolutely. We need a field uh a floor general. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. we do. And, and defensively too. DeLon's starting to he's starting to get cooked too. Everybody, it's not just him. I'm not blaming him, but everybody's starting to get cooked now. Um, Donovan Mitchell, Cam Thomas, Sumter, Simons, Lillard. I mean, Lillard cooks everybody. But, um, yeah, point guards and shooting guards are coming in here. They're, they're having fun nights, having easy nights, easy scoring <laughs> nights. Uh, Dylan Count says, bring back Randy Whitman. I like Randy Whitman, man. A lot of people were so quick to fire him. But, honestly, the coaches we had after him really weren't upgrades at all. I mean, I think, you know, Scott Brooks only got to the second round. Randy Whitman got to the, and they were the, they actually played defense under Randy Whitman. I know there was yeah, a clip yeah. where he was doing a clipboard and kind of flipping it around and stuff, and you know him yelling at Otto for not moving and stuff. But Randy Whitman, he held guys accountable. He got guys to buy in defensively. That's one thing I'll give Randy Whitman. So I, I didn't like when they when people were so quick to fire him. I didn't think he was a problem at all. To be honest with you. Nah, I I, I like Whitman, man. I think, you know, we all know that Brooks came here because we were trying to entice him yeah. to come to D.C. You know, <laughs> that's all it was, man, you know. So, yeah, it's all good. But let's see. Get into a couple more comments. 50% pain says, what's MCL Jr. needs to go? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, oh, comment back up. Got you. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, 50% pain says, uh, what's MCL Jr. needs to go? I, I mean, I don't know if it's entirely on him tonight. I think it was just effort. Nobody just cared <laughs> i think they knew that they had no chance and they just they just rolled with it man so i don't yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um 50 paying thing for the donation he says call him west incel jr because <laughs> oh man yeah you guys are wild tonight we'll read a couple comments and then wrap it up uh point denny said johnny davis had his career high in points tonight. is that true i don't think that's true at all i don't think i didn't see johnny score at all johnny did play though i, I think that's the punchline yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, I guess he got me. That was a good one. That was a good one, point, Denny. That was a good one. <laughs> I'm just checking my score. My uh, yeah, because I was stats. checking. I was like, man, did he get four? He got two four. points. <laughs> he did get two points tonight. So I don't think that's he did score before. He did score before. I remember he scored on a backdoor layup way earlier in this in the season. Oh, um, Tommy Defender says I will read a couple of these troll comments real quick. Tommy Defender says I'd rather have not Neto than Monte. He's a bump. I wouldn't go that far. Um, Neto did have his moments, um, but he, I, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, point Dennis says Monte has to go. Um, Chimp Slayer, this is what I said. Yeah, Cam Thomas, forty-seven points tonight yes, against the Clippers Absolutely. against a legitimate defense. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. So I got to give Cam Thomas his props. Now, would he be doing this if Kyrie was there and Kevin Durant and 
Ben Simmons were on the floor, probably not. But um, Cam, he's a, he's a bona fide scorer, man. He's a legitimate scorer. In, in college, we saw it at LSU. Um, he went to Oak Hill Academy High School, and he, he's just been a scorer his whole life. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy for Cam. I, I hate that it had to be against us, but um, he's playing well. He's playing good basketball, man. He's playing really well. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, definitely that trade, Kyrie, you know, sending him to Dallas, man, opened up a lot more opportunities for him, man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Cam Thomas, is, oh, man, he's going to be something special in this league, man. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for Dallas, man, because it's going to be two guys shooting the ball 60 times. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, someone, Ozzy says, no coups, no billing, no defense. Kispers needs to step up. Not good enough, Brandon, bro. Maybe you won't be needing that proxy. <laughs> After all. Yeah. Um I think they're going to make the plan because where are they at right now? The standings, they are actually, they're out of the plan tonight. After night, it's a three way tie for the 10th seed. The Pacers win the tiebreaker. The Bulls won tonight. They played the Spurs. They're up 120 to 93. So the Bulls are going to win tonight. The Pacers are 25 and 30. We're 24 and 29. The Pistons game is rescheduled for March 7th. But yeah, I mean, they're out of the plan right now. I mean, they were they were clearly moving up there in the ninth seat at one point, but now they're out of the plane. Yeah, I got one more comment, man, and this is right on, man. Mm-hmm. This uh, shout out to Sheldon T. And I was I've been saying this a long, you know, the whole time, man. Uh, he said we steadily trying to build a playing game level team. Blow this crap up. Get a good GM, coach, and start over. Look, if your goal is playing, you've already lost. <laughs> like that should not be your goal. You know what <laughs> I mean? Your goal should be championships. So if your ultimate goal is playing, you've already lost. So I, I agree with that, man. But we all know, and that's the hardest thing about what's going on in DC, man, is that we know they're not gonna they're not gonna blow it up. They're not. They are content on going forward with what they got going on, man. And so you have no choice but to support this the score, man, because mm-hmm. you know, this is what you got. Right. Yeah, they are. Um, they will never ever tank. This this is they, they are a playing caliber team at, at best, maybe eighth, six, sixty, I think sixty the best. When they were winning when they were on their six game winning streak, I think that you know the sixty was was probably their ceiling. And uh, I think those two losses back to back kind of, you know, I'm not gonna say it, 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 but they were devastating losses. They were just gut punches. Yeah. I was thinking about it today. It was kinda like when the commanders lost to the Browns, like that was just it, you know. And that's that's kind of what it feels like, honestly. Like it just feels like the team morale is down now. They they do have some opportunities to come back because they play the Hornets. Um, it, it's some it's some games where they I think they're better than some teams, but at the same time, it's hard to say that because you know the, the Wizards they they tend to play down to the competition. Like they play the Hornets on Wednesday, they play the Pacers on Saturday. Those games are winnable, and they can bounce back after that. They play the Warriors without Steph Curry, yep. Blazers again. So I mean. They have a chance to redeem themselves, but it's going to be an uphill battle. Yeah, it's just, you know, before we roll, man, it just comes down to consistency. You know, mm-hmm. they're very inconsistent, so you just don't know what you're going to get, man. But, yeah, man, before we roll, you got you got anything else? No, that's it. Um, we're supposed to have Chase Hughes on tomorrow night. If you guys have any questions that you want us to ask him, you can definitely count, comment them down below. Um, You guys are just funny. I mean, what about Ed Oliver, point guard as a wizard? <laughs> there you go. Look. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, we just want to thank you guys for watching and listening. And uh, no, that's that's all I got for tonight. Cool, man. So, again, yeah, definitely appreciate everybody watching and listening. Now, thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen today. Now, make your second listen game to game NBA every moment, every top performance, every result. 
Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked on NBA, available on Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Again, YouTube, we are very close to 3,000 subscribers, so like, subscribe, comment below, hit that notification button. Definitely check me and my dude, The Real Ed Oliver, on Instagram and Twitter on game days and off days, especially the, the deadlines coming up, so we're going to chop up a lot about potential deals around the NBA and especially with the Wizards. So, again, appreciate everybody tonight, and everybody have a blessed night, and peace. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.